everyone to Wine Interrupted with Heather Noel and and Tammy. Hey. Hey. You're missing, you're severely deficient in a woohoo. So woohoo. <laughs> and so tonight's topic, what, what would you, uh, what would you like to say is tonight's topic, Tam? What single guys need to know that are dating? Okay. Yep. Single guys, and also like, yeah, I guess we're the the guys with manners and the guys without manners we've dated. Yes, and how it makes a world of difference. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> black and white. And I also just feel like um, a lot of women these days put up with the lack thereof, and got and guys get away with it. Like, but I don't see women like protesting too much, which is like, if we really um, you know, put our foot put our feet down. Did I just say foots down? Put our foots down. You know, like Lysistrata, the Greek tragedy where the women all withheld sex from men (laughs) to stop a war. (laughs) You know, I do not know this story. You have to share. Oh, well, you need to, you need to look at that, that particular story. I, I think it's also very timely with what's going on politically. It's like, you know, we need to get some women in power. And, um, especially with RGB gone, it's like, if you know what, there's more of us. So if we ever, you know, if we actually wanted to do it, we could get things done. I mean, there's, there's statistically more of us. Women are awesome. Yeah. And plus we live longer. So we'd have more time to do it. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, so I'm sure you've had a whole satchel full of experiences with men who were not so stealth on the, on the politeness and manner. Um, oh, you trend. know it. And I know I have too, um, you know, and then I've also had the opposite. I've had like very um, positive experiences as well. And um, there's a, a particular friend of mine who I will refer to him tonight as Derek. I'll call him Derek. Derek. Yeah. And um, who, who actually, we talked a lot about this and um, he was, he was happy to hear that you liked his idea, by the way. And um, he has a lot to say on the matter because, you know, out of all my friends, my guy friends, he's definitely the smoothest when it comes to manners and, you know, treatment. And it's like he holds the door and order, you know, do you want a drink and like make sure you're taken care of. And it's like very, you can tell he was raised right. And he credits yes. to his dad. Yeah. I have to agree. And that guy can dance like nobody's business. Uh, yeah, he's a great dancer, too. Mad respect for him. <laughs> he's really a great guy. Yeah, but, you know, and it's like everybody notices all, everybody's mother notices, everybody's mother's mother mm-hmm. notices, you know, it's like, it's pretty obvious when, you know, somebody has great training. And it's like, it's so funny, because if we were of a social class or ilk, like an upper wealthy class, we would refer this to as like, they used to have a place called Cotillion. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, Cotillion. Yeah, my mom. My mom. Yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? Set a table to dance, manners. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, how to formally dance, how to dine. It's almost like the pretty woman, like, introduction to how to, like, find dining and how to, like, Mm -hmm. pull the chair out for the lady and how to 
politely request something. You know, it's all it's all just fine breeding kind of like schmancy. I remember my mom used to threaten that she was going to send me and my brother to Cotillion. <laughs> if we were acting up or like, you know, acting acting like rapscallions like we were. But, you know, it's it's really it's it's the you know, when you see somebody that has a little bit of that in them where it's just nice. It's like it's mm-hmm. add, it adds to an extra level. And I'm sorry, I I don't understand people that are offended by chivalry, by yeah. men open doors. Um, yeah, I'm a, giving them a jacket. I'm like, a, yeah. I, I eat that crap up. Oh my gosh! I'm just, a, you know I'm a raging feminist, but I love um, I love that. I I do not exactly. have anything bad to say about when men open doors for me or let me buy. You know. Um, I had one example where I had a boyfriend for a long time, Larry, who um, he always did this thing where it's like sometimes he'd almost trip over me trying to get to the outside of the sidewalk. So if we're walking on a sidewalk, he would almost like he would dodge right in front of me just to make sure he's on the outside when we're walking. Oh, yeah. And I it like literally like there were some comedy moments where he almost tripped tripped me just trying to get there like. And um, that was like his ingrain, like, I have to walk on the outside, you know, by the street. It's very protective. And I don't see it as like seeing us as weaker. I see it as respect, like, you know. Absolutely. It's, you know. You know, I mean, the only thing that I've seen where, like, I mean, I don't know. I I go back and forth, you know, having been a fine dining waitress for a while. I, you know, I'm not now, but like... God, way back when, um, you know, watching men order for women. I don't know if I like that per se. Um, what do you no, think about that? I've had that happen once yeah. and the relationship didn't last too long. Yeah. I can't talk. Um, cheapskate. Yeah. I don't, no, I don't like that. Cheapest thing on the menu for both of us, but I'm sorry. That's my rabbit hole. Yeah. No, all good. Um, so, oh yeah. That's the other thing too. It's like, you know, being cheap on a date is like probably the biggest anti-boner you could ever do. <laughs> I, I'm drying up just thinking about it. Like, and that's one thing I've learned. And, you know, it's like, you know, as a bisexual woman, like it's interesting having the insight of how I like to be treated when I'm on a date with a man. And then mm-hmm. I innately know how to treat a woman if I'm out with a woman, like, cause I know that I know what I would like. You know, and so right. it's, it's the same sort of thing where it's like you get a little, you know, inside baseball, um, you know, behind the scenes where you kind of um, you have a little bit of the edge because you already know the way that you like to be treated and whatnot. Anyways, um, so give me some examples of uh, good folks, bad folks in between. Oh, geez. Well, um, yeah, I had a boyfriend way back before my husband. He was totally cheap. Total cheapskate. Gross. But yeah, we'd go out and he'd order for me. It was always the cheapest thing on the menu. Uh Uh-huh. And we'd have to order water. And it happened to be that our birthdays were on the same day. And he had our birthday, like, planned out that we were going to go to Denny's two times that day for free dinner. Oh, Lord. And then Knott's Berry Farm when they were doing free admission on your birthday way back then. And I'm like, nah. No. Yeah. It's one thing if you're like, you know, if you, if you don't have a lot of funds, I mean, there's creative things to do. There's, there's so much to do. You know, I, 
Absolutely. One of the best first dates I ever had was like literally like a picnic on the beach. And, you know, he had gone and to a deli and picked us up some sandwiches and we sat on the beach and like, to me, I'm like that. I, I was a hundred thousand percent fine with that. You know? That's amazing. Or even going to like seven 11 and getting like skanky hot dogs. <laughs> hey, you do what you got to do. Something, you know, yeah. just the thought and the time. Yeah. But like, if you ever, I mean, obviously it sends a big signal. If anyone ever asked to like, here, let's split it. Like that's a big signal that like, you know what, this is not a romantic connection. You know, mm-hmm. it's like either the the guy or the person that you're on the date with is trying to delineate the fact that this is still friends or, you know, it's just taking away the ambiance a hundred percent. I agree. And it's not like in the face of feminism too, like as a feminist, like it's not insulting to want to pay for somebody on the first date I think that's actually very good manners you know and especially if you ask them out if you ask them out then you know that's by, that's textbook you you pay for the date like if you ask them out you pay for the date that's that's what that's what I think but um obviously in relationships it's a different different thing and there's more back and forth and give and take but the very beginning yeah. when you're establishing something yeah definitely you don't want to start your first date off by like not paying or insisting on going Dutch. I got, I had this like, I, I wouldn't call it, I, I mean, it was supposed, it was implied that it was a date, but it was in a group setting. Like I had met this guy dancing at the palace. You remember the palace? Yes, how could I forget the palace? <laughs> All I, I remember, yeah, from that night is like, he was, he wanted to like have it. He was like, I want to take you on a date. And I was like, all right, well, first of all, I drove up to Glendora. He lived in like Egypt basically compared to where, and I was living with you at the time in Huntington beach. And I drove all the way up there. It turned out to be like a hangout where we watched music videos. And then we, I remember we drove to Pasadena from Glendora. They wanted to go to Pasadena and played Depeche mode the whole time. And I remember this guy was like wasted on something. I don't even know if he was drinking. I don't believe the driver was drinking, but he just was like out of his mind. And I remember he took a big bite of a chocolate chip cookie, had barely chewed it, and then started making out with me while the cookie is in my mouth. No. Yes. Oh, gross. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't eat, oh. and I, I still can taste it. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> And I'm just like, what kind of asshole is this? Was he high? He must have been. I, you know what? I was like so innocent back then. I didn't even know. Like I was probably, I mean, I was 18 maybe, but I didn't, I couldn't, it was like so far removed from my life to even recognize what wasted or high was that I didn't even, I just thought like he was having a good time. I remember we were with a bunch of his friends and a friend of mine was with us too. And the rest of it was fun, but we were just kind of like, why are we driving like an hour and a half to go to Pasadena. But that was, you know, and that was it. Like, I didn't see that guy again. I was like, you want to take me on a date? And here we go. And I got a chocolate chip cookie, half eaten, half chewed in my mouth. Thank you. That was it. That's one way to kill the mood. So guys, take notes. Don't (laughs) play kiss with a half eaten chocolate chip cookie in your mouth. It's just bad manners. Just swallow. Maybe use a napkin. No, I mean this is all innocent, you know, te- still teenager kind of shit. But you know, yeah. I, you know, I had some other like very positive. Do you remember Greg? 
who worked at um, Video Olympics with Wally. I think so. I think I vaguely. Was he blonde? He was blonde, and he okay. was yeah, very, I vaguely very interesting. Now, check this out. I will never forget this date as long as I live. He picked me up, took me to, I remember, Sapori on Balboa Island for dinner, and then surprised me with roses in the car. And then, I mean, I mean, this is all like oh, wow. a little, like a little, you know, materialistic and out, you know, it's not, it's not saying that you have to do this. This is what has to be no, done. Right. But I just will never forget this because I was like, what the hell? He was also studying to be a diplomat. Like he wanted to work in Washington and he was like doing the whole, he wanted to be a foreign diplomat. So I'm sure, I'm sure his mom sent him to Cotillion is basically. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I smell a little bit of Cotillion there. A little, little something. And then I remember driving back on PCH, he pulled over and he popped the trunk. And in the trunk, he had heard that I liked watermelon and there was like freshly sliced watermelon in the back. I was like, I will never forget this as long as I live. Where it's like, holy cow. Hang on. Yeah, Damn, just like, and he didn't marry you? No, I know. I, I picked Walt. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a big drama. Anyway, um, no, but, like, I'll never forget being, like, you know, when you're treated like that, yeah, it's a bit unnerving because you're not used to it and it's unexpected and it's weird. It kind of puts you, it puts you off. But at the same time, it's like, how nice was that? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I have mean, that much, and I think it's like the effort and the thought put into it. It's it's really the thought. It's the he did his homework. It's the effort. I always wanted to go eat at that restaurant. He like he always he just put some thought. Anyway, what about you? Have you had any bad experiences? Oh geez, I don't know if I've talked about the postal worker I dated for mm-hmm. a while, who um, took me on his mail route, our first date. Yeah. Oh, so that was interesting. A mail route. So did you sit in the car with him? Yes. And he showed me. Actually, it wasn't so bad. But he, um, his mail route was in this really bougie Newport Beach, like, neighborhood to where, like, Charles Schultz used to live and stuff. Oh, wow. And so he just pointed out, like, you know, houses of well-known people that he delivered his mail to. Oh, cool. Okay. I mean, was that interesting? I mean, that's kind of an unusual date. Well, that was unusual. It was kind of like, huh? It's not a date, though. No. I mean, it was supposed to be a date, but it wasn't a date. A date without a date. And, um, and yeah. And he was another one that was very, 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 very frugal and didn't believe in spending money. Big anti-boner. It's not like a lot of money has to be spent. It's just... Exactly. As a text, as a rule, if you ask them out, just pick up the check. Like, literally, like, that's, that's basic... That's basic manners. And that goes for the woman too. Like if you, if you ask the guy out or if you ask the girl out, just pick up the check. It's not, it's, it's not brain surgery. I completely agree. Um, oh, there is this one. I mean, I don't know if like, if this all falls under manners, it's just memorable where somebody goes out of their way. And I might've told you this story already. But I was at the Cure show at the Palladium. No, not the Palladium. The Shrine in L.A. years ago. Mm-hmm. And I bought one ticket um, for eighth row. And I, I, was, I went by myself and I sat right in front of the bass player from No Doubt. What's his name? Tony or something who used to date Gwen Stefani. No way. Are you serious? Yep. He was right behind me with his new girlfriend at the time. And I, um, so I was eighth row and there was a pit 
So I wasn't, you know, it was very close, but at the same time, there was still a pit of people in front of first row. And I was like in my element, I was right on the end. So of course I'm dancing in the aisles. The bouncers like saw me, they were kicking other people out of the aisles, but they let me stay because they saw that that was my seat. Just enjoying myself, having a great time. And I see this guy in the pit who keeps turning around, looking at me, waving, and I'm waving back. I don't know if he's waving at me. And then he motions me over. He goes, come here, come here. And I came up to him and he goes, he goes, go around to the other side and join me in the pit. And I'm like, how is that going to happen? You know, and I was like, okay. I was having such a great night and a great moment that I was like, okay. I didn't know this guy. He just waved me over. So, Uh of course, it's Robert Smith. It's the cure. I'm going to go. So I go up the aisle to go around to the other side of the pit. I go down. There's a bouncer right there. Homeboy, the guy that I was talking to, has worked his way through the pit to the bouncer and paid him. And the bouncer let me in. I, no way. Tammy, I ended up right in front of, I'm talking nobody. It's the stage me, Robert Smith, singing over me. I ended up oh like gosh. that. Oh my gosh. Were you just like in awe? Were you just oh like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was, I was out of my mind. In fact, I saw there was, this was one of those moments where it's like, there was a guy I used to date was at the show and he was, he was there. And I saw him earlier in my other seats, but he was there directly behind the pit and sees this whole thing happen. And I like wave at him and he was like, what's going on? Anyway, so this, this guy that I met in the pit that like literally is like, you know, saw me, waved me over, paid for me to come in. Like, obviously these are extremes. I'm not saying that this is like how to act, but I was like instantly like, wow, that was amazing thing that you did for me. Like this guy wasn't my type per se, mm-hmm. physically, but I was like, I'm a, yeah, if you want my phone number, I'm going to give it to you. Absolutely. Cause you just made my year like that. Like that was amazing. And so uh, not even imagine. Yes. And so we did hang out after that, um, a couple of times. And I'll tell you this, he did. These are insanity things to me. Like these are things that I'm not saying like we should do or a guy should do, but this is like above and beyond shit. So he invited me to go to Katsuya, which is this like sushi restaurant, a little upscale at the time um, in Hollywood, made a reservation. He drove out from like Corona. He lived in Corona. He drove out to Los Feliz, met me there or no Hollywood. This is Hollywood and um, paid the valet to have me park in the handicap spot, which is right in front. I'm like, here I am pulling up with my broken down white Saturn. And he's like... He's standing there waiting for me. Like, wow. I was supposed to meet him upstairs. He's standing there next to the valet and he like waves me in. And the, the valet guy goes, no, no, right here, right here. Literally in front of all the Ferraris. Literally like pays the guy to like have me park in the handicap spot. Then we go upstairs and have whatever, have dinner. He's brought me like a DVD from a special collection, like collector's item from... The Cure, like a, a DVD to watch. Oh my gosh. Wow. And then I hung out with him a second time. I, you know, I felt bad because it was like, you know, I should have known like instantly, like you're, you're not my type, but I gave him a chance because of the amazing night that I had the first off. And I was like, well, right. maybe, you know, maybe I should give him a chance. But then after the second night, I was like, oh no, it's like, we're, there's no chemistry. It's forced. And, but mm-hmm. I gave him, I gave him a third chance or no, a second, a second chance second date and we went hiking and then 
went to dinner afterwards and the guy has never been hiking in his life. And like, at that point I should have been like, nope, this isn't good. Are you work. serious? Yeah. Um, but wow. Like, and he brought me DVDs. <laughs> like the second, the second date he brought me like Depeche Mode DVDs, collector's items. Like, you know, it's like, what? He came with gifts. Some guys come with flowers. He came with, like... It's crazy. But I felt like, has this guy... Is this this overkill because he doesn't date that much? Like, I I met his sister at the concert. Mm -hmm. He was at the concert with his sister. And his sister was the one pushing us, like, you guys should go out or get her number. And, um, yeah, it was very... It was very... And the guy was sweet as can be. um, But, you know, obviously it was not a love match. But... I, you know, but that was like above and beyond shit where it was like, wait, wait a second here, you know? Yeah. It was a little like accosting, like it was a little too much. Anyway. I know too much that kind of gets uncomfortable too. Like, right. what are they expecting? What are yes. They- it's an imbalance of sorts. But so tell me a good, tell me a good experience you've had. Oh my gosh. Um, this one guy, we went on a hiking date. Oh, where? And it was fun. Um, in California, up in the mountains. Ooh, nice. And, yeah, he bought canned margaritas. Oh, and his, You know, had, like, a total, like, hiker backpack blanket. Oh. We got to the mountain and, yeah, kind of had, like, a mini picnic drinks. That's so nice. That's so, lovely. Yeah, so That's thoughtful. It doesn't take much, but. It doesn't take much. Just thoughtful, fun things. Anything about, like, what about your husband about, like, when you guys were first dating and. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. So he bought me flowers, like really big bouquets of flowers all the time. Oh, I remember. I remember that. I got lots of flowers and yes, he was the perfect gentleman, always really respectful. Yeah. Took me out lots of places, pulled out my chair, opened car doors. That's really nice. Yeah. And I decided he was the keeper. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys seem you you had a lot in common too. Like I feel like that goes a long way too. And we do. We're so incredibly different, but we're the same yeah. in some way. If that yeah, makes sense, you complement each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we're yin and yang, right? Um, so I have there is a woman in my life or a lady in my life who like would always would dem would I would describe her as the perfect gentleman. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I would, I would always sort of get that vibe that, you know, it's like, she's looking out for my needs. It's like, we were just friends, but it was like, mm-hmm. she's always looking out for my needs. She's always anticipating like what's next and what, what would make her life easier and what she could use right now. Or how could I help? Like, you know, and like, and you know, the thing that I love was consistency. We would, we would hang out on a regular basis, but she reminds mm-hmm. me like, you know, it's like, she reminds me of, of like the perfect guy in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, you know, always very generous too. Oh my God. Like more like above and beyond too, which, you know, it was also that sort of like where there's, you know, feeling of like, Oh shit. Like, what are you expecting? You know, not expecting, but like now I feel like yeah. I'm not bringing to the table enough or, you know, yeah, I was very, you know, it was sort of, upsetting the apple cart but yes very generous and very you know just considerate and very you know always like and yeah and I think I think what goes a long way too in conversation is when somebody you're dating remembers what you've talked about before like and and I I know Mm -hmm. that 
I know that sounds like a simple thing. People do not do that because it makes most people on dates are like in their head and they're thinking about their own shit and they're not really like they're half half listening. Mm -hmm. But you know, actually like remembering what you discuss, following up about stuff remind makes you think like, Oh, this person actually really listened to me and paid attention to what I was saying. And they actually give a shit or care, you know? So that, that was, um, that's a big sign there too. I think that goes with manners and politeness and, uh, you know, that should be in the handbook. It's like, you know, don't fake listen because you want to get in their pants. But like, if you, if you like the person, you should listen to what they're saying (laughs) and remember it and follow up, you know, exactly. Eye contact. Eye contact's huge. Interest in them. Yeah. Just, yeah. Bring it. Uh, Oh yeah. So I've actually, I've, I've had experiences with, I don't know if you can relate to this at all, but I've had experiences with guys where it's like you're on a date with them or you're in a relationship with them and they're bigger than you because physically like that's more, you know, more along the lines, they're bigger than you physically size wise. Oh God. Yeah, I know. Kevin's like twice your size. Um, (laughs) But like, I don't, is he con? Okay. Let me ask you this. Like, and maybe a rhetorical question, like, are they conscious of your size? In comparison to them, in in comparison to you. So, well, his legs are really long and he's not always conscious. Like he's way ahead of me when we're not holding hands walking together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that, that, that's kind of something that used to bug me about a previous boyfriend. I'm not saying maybe it doesn't bug you, but like that kind of a thing where it's like you're, you're at different sizes. So, Mm -hmm. so somebody is, is racing ahead or left you behind or is just more about like, it's like, hello, wait, you're with me. Hang on. Um, exactly. I've had those moments. I have little corgi legs. (laughs) You do not. (laughs) (laughs) Corgi legs. That's funny. (laughs) Or just like, okay, like how do I, how do I explain this? Okay. Somebody's like physically like bigger than you and stronger. And so if they're walking down the street next to you and they happen to like notice something and they're pointing it out, but then their brains like don't remember that you're right next to them and they're so much bigger that they like bump into you or some shit. I've had that happen. That happened. That happened to you? Kind of. Yes. Like there's some like, or like stepping on your hair or like, you know, or, you know, or just like not being like a con like attuned to the fact that you are built differently and that you're a little more, you know, not the word I would never use this weaker, but you're just, you're built differently. Like I'm smaller. Delicate. Yeah. A little, not, not even like, I I don't like that that word, word, but like just smaller and like, you know, I'm next. So it's like, like for me, like dating women, I'm super conscious of that. I mean, just, just being like, just being a woman, like I know that like, okay, well I'm going to, I'm not going to like be a bull in a China shop. I'm going to, Hey, we're going this way or, you know, you know, just being conscious of, of that. So I've encountered that with dudes, you know, whatever it's not, it's, I mean, it's not a big deal if you think about everything else, but it is something about manners. It's like, manners and politeness you'd be aware of their body size and yes be conscious of that where they are spatially and um you know all that anybody uh anything else what turns you on like do like good okay here's let's just break it down good manners turn you on 
Yes, they they do. Oh, yeah. Yes, huge turn on, being respectful, being genuinely respectful. Genuinely. Not putting on an act. It has to come from the start. But holding doors open, giving you your jacket when you're cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Or just being like, hey, like, like, checking in with you at a party. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I've had those... I've had those relationships too, where it's like you go to a party and then you never see the person till the end of the night. It's like, no, check in with like, what are you up to? Like, are you okay? Can I get you something? Here's a drink. Can I, are you all right? Do we need to like, you know, it's that whole thing. It's like, just remember like you're with a partner, you're with, you're there with somebody else or include your, include your partner in the, like in the, in the conversation, in the game, in the, what's going on. Don't, don't just let somebody sit in the corner. Don't ditch them. No ditching. No ditching. No. No ditching. No hitting on other people while you're with them. Uh, Exactly. Please don't ever do that. Exactly. I mean, that's just bad form. Like, what what won you over? What won me over was just his kindness and his persistency, because I was dating other people, too, at that time. That's right. And, yeah, and he just made it very well known that... (laughs) Yeah, so... Well, so what did it? What do you think tipped the scale? I I don't know if I know this. Oh my gosh, I never met anybody like him. So what happened? Do you want to hear the story? I do. Of when it like dinged? Okay, and this might sound awful, but I was dating this other guy named Mike. And he took me out one night and all I could think about was Kevin. And halfway through, and it kind of like hit me. I'm like, okay, this isn't fair to him. Um, I, I, yeah. So I faked an illness. (laughs) (laughs) You sprained your kidney. I sprained my kidney. Yeah. I overextended my liver. <laughs> but no, and had him take me back home. Yeah. Well, Kevin. Fair enough. But, and then the next day, I'm like, okay, I need to tell him what's going on. So I called and left a message. And then, um, yeah, he never heard back, but come to find out a mutual friend filled him in on what was going on. Gotcha. Fair enough. So, so yeah. No, that, that goes a long way. That's, That's nice. what I knew. He just won me over. I couldn't stop thinking about him, and I didn't want to go out with anybody else. No, that'll do it. Um, do you think that, like, do you think that um, the generations have changed to where, I don't know, are people just not, are they, are they settling for less? Do they accept less now? I think it's changed so much. Like, People text more than they just hang out, or they'll mm-hmm. hang out and text. Yes. I don't know. It's become more of a social media, not so much face-to-face, texting-type world, I think. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. But, you know, are we just so desperate for a connection that, like, you sort of put up with things that you shouldn't? Or... I mean, as humans, we need to be connected. That's why all, which the digital stuff isn't bad, but it, it kind of concerns me because we're losing that. Immediacy, the physicality yeah. and just the intimacy of being around another human. Yeah, no, it's true. And I don't think, I would think like there isn't really, like in our culture now, it's not expected that people get married. It's not expected that people get have kids. Mm-hmm. So I, where am I going with this? <laughs> I freaking forgot. I don't know. Um, 
Well, I mean, it's like the differences now with, Oh yeah. So yeah, I don't think people are needing to settle. Yeah. They're not. But I mean, like as far as like, you know, back in our parents day and age, it's like there was a certain way to behave if you were quote unquote courting somebody and you would not accept anything less, you know, things were stricter. I mean, obviously your, your parents, your parents might be a different situation because overseas, I don't know Mm -hmm. the courtship rituals over there. Um, but you know, it's like, I know my parents when they were dating, like my mom was like, my mom was a hard ass. Like she had a, you know, she had a, she played a little hard to get and she did some, you know, she played a little games here and there and like lured my dad in and um, he took the bait. He took, oh yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, he gladly took the bait, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just like a, it's a different world now. I just feel like, you know, we don't, yeah, we don't know. You know, everything is, is, is so shiny and filtered that it's like, but the basics of dating of like base or not even dating. Like if we take dating out of the picture, like basic manners, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like working the job that I'm working right now, or that just ended today, by the way. Um, I was, you know, just for example, like just walking around, you know, in Venice, California, going like, you know, and going door to door, not door to door, but like going to an address and then asking a neighbor for help. Like, this is not the first time this has happened, but it's, you know, a a young male, I want to say he's got to be in his late twenties, is sitting outside on his patio and I can't get into the building that he lives in. And it's like, literally on the beach. So I'm on the sand. I see this guy in the patio and I say to him like, Hey, like here, I work for blah, blah, blah. Here's my ID. Here's my badge. I'm trying to get into this building. I can't, do you have, and he just was like, nah, he's literally like 27 years old. Nah. I was like, I'm sorry. Did you not hear me? He's like, no, I heard you. I was like, okay, you're just not gonna I just feel like there's like a such a loss. Well, you know what I mean? Like it's a it's like yeah. it's almost like pouting and tantrum throwing like I don't want to be nice. I don't want to be polite. It's like what about common courtesy? I just feel like that's gone. I think that's becoming a lost art and especially working in the restaurant industry now too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's there are some people that are just lacking in manners and huge red flag too if you go out with somebody and they're rude to wait wait stuff. Oh god, no. Yeah. Run. Yeah. Run. Get out of get out of there. Big issues. Yeah, cuz that's how they're going to treat you. Like literally it's yeah. a pre, it's a preview. That's how they perceive their quote unquote future wife to be is a wait staff. So what you're getting from them in that moment is exactly what you're going to get in the future. So yeah. That's... Exactly. So run Forrest, run. <laughs> Eject button. <laughs> Did I, I don't know if I told this story on, uh, on this podcast or not, but why not? Because we're, we're running early. We're, we, mm-hmm. we finished this topic early, but when I was um, fine dining, serving in Newport beach, I want to say like, God, 15, no more than that. I was working for this, this schmancy place called Asia 101, right on the water in Newport beach. And, um, you know, very, very upscale, but it was Valentine's day and no, I don't even think it was, you know what? I'm sorry. It was not even Valentine's day. I think it was Valentine's day because of the red roses on the table, but in hindsight, no. So he called ahead and had a florist deliver like two or three dozen red roses for the table. It was their anniversary. That's it. It was their anniversary. And 
this couple, I want to say in their 40s at the time, late 40s, I would say, were having dinner, a nice dinner for their anniversary, and I was their server. And the whole night, they kept saying, like, just being so lovely to me and just clever and witty and asking me questions. And I'm asking them, like, you know, and they're telling me about their long, their marriage. They've been married, like, 25 years. I was like, what is your secret? Like, how do you, you guys seem so in love. You know, they had this special florist come ahead of time and decorate the table, which we never allowed. We made an exception for them. And they had this like schmancy dinner and, and they were trying, they were telling me like, we keep it fresh. We are constantly trying every angle to keep everything fresh. She's like, she's like, what we do, what we did the other night is, you know, she's, she was being so candid with me. She was like, we pretended like he, you know, he tied me up and he blindfolded. I'm not saying all the shenanigans needs to happen or it has to be overt. Oh, wow. But they kept it exciting. Tied me up, blindfolded, listen to this, blindfolded me. And then he pretended to be of the opposite gender or of him to like keep things exciting. Wow. Yeah. They got, creative. They got super creative. Okay. And then. A couple that like asked you. That, oh, oh damn it! I did. Yes, I did speak okay. about this already. And then at the end of the night, when I was giving them their check, they said because they were hinting at it the whole night, and I thought they were joking. And at the end of the night, I see their phone number and address on. They wrote on my copy that I got, and I was like, "Holy wow. shit!" Talk about keeping it fresh. Hey, so fresh and so clean. Sugar, how'd you get so fine? Or no, wait, what's that song? <laughs> Sugar, sugar, how'd you get so fly? <laughs> That's right. That's it. Sugar, how you get so fly? fly. Um, but anyways, you know, I'm just, you know, unforgettable moments like that. But, you know, obviously it's like, it's a tall order to expect, you know, unusual things like that every day. It's just, I don't know. Manners are sexy. Manners are Man- fucking yes. sexy. When somebody- Manners are a total panty dropper. I remember I, um, I thought this was a little weird, but... I had a boyfriend um, who on our, the first couple of times we've hung out, he did this thing, which at the, at the beginning was like, wait, why are you, I was like, why are you doing this? He would walk me, like if we were out at a club or if we were dining somewhere, he would walk me to the bathroom and wait outside for me. Huh. At first I was like, that's a little weird. Was but it I, a high crime area? No, it not at all. I think it was like trying to like, it's the equivalent of standing for a woman when she's coming back from the bathroom at a restaurant and then sitting down with her. Have you encountered that? What's that? Have you encountered that? Like where you're, um, no. Oh, I, I feel good now. It's nice. Actually, it's really nice. It's weird, but nice. We have to do that next time we go out. Yeah. We ever go out I, I guess the tradition is once a lady has says that she needs to go to the fucking powder room to what blot her nose. Whatever. So the men stand up while she leaves and then when she sit down again while and then continue and then when she comes back they stand up and then everybody sits down together. I've had that happen. It's weird. It's weird. Room. So maybe on the other hand, I should be a little more classy and not be like, I have to go take a piss or No, you definitely should. I think he should stand and wait for you while you take a piss. <laughs> yeah. I'll like present it differently though. Like I have to go to the powder room. There you go. I gotta go use my shiwi. <laughs> but um, you know, it just it's just interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I think there's a fine line. Like, okay, in conclusion, there's a fine line. There's you know, there's oh, like really strong manners and maybe over the top. Then there's lack thereof. 
but I think somewhere in the middle is a good place to be, you know? Somewhere in the middle and really having it come from the heart. Yeah, genuineness. Yeah, maybe maybe it's not like to put on a show or, I mean, obviously, I feel like all this is a means to an end anyways to get in the panties. But if, if you're genuine about what you're doing and it's not completely clear that that's your one track goal, then I, you know... If you're actually, because it, it shows, it shows that you'll, you know, it shows with people, um, you know, like my friend, anyway, um, like, like my friend who will do that to anyone. It doesn't, you know, any, any, pretty much any female I'll say, but it, you know, it's, and it's not like just directed at the one he's with. So it's nice. And, and it definitely like makes people take another pause, you know, cause it is, it's unusual in this day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? I was thinking about it. He needs to be like a dating mentor for dude. <laughs> a guru. Side business. Yeah. Cause I mean, there are people out there that have no clue. Yeah. And that really help in that department. Yeah. No, and that's true. Like job interview. If you keep getting denied, work on your skills. Yeah. Polish the polish them skills. Same with um, maybe send him, maybe send him to Larry Cotillion or whatever the fuck his name is. There we go. There we go. Or have like have it a college course. There we go. A college dating one hundred and one. Cotillion by the bazillion. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> no, I I'm with you. Yeah, maybe some people just don't innately know, and I don't think mm-hmm. that's like you some know people weren't taught, and that's not yeah. necessarily. It's not a judgment on their part either. It's like, but it's good to know this insight. And, you know, the more we talk about it, the better. It's an education. All of it. Exactly. Exactly. Anything last you want to say? I think that's it. All right, guys. Mind your manners. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Be good, polite humans. Tip your waiters. (laughs) Tip your waiters and waitresses and hostesses. And be nice. Just be nice and be kind, be aware, be considerate. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other person may look differently than you. They might have different needs. Accommodate. It's sexy. Trust me. All right. Be, exactly. be good humans. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Wine Interrupted with Heather Noel and Tammy. We think, we drink, and then we wink about life's many relationship quandaries. Then we might drink some more. Warning, no matter how hard or awkward, there will be downright real talk ahead. So prepare yourselves. Thanks for joining us at Wine Interrupted.